Support for WVIK comes from Kathleen Collins at the Dragonfly in Bettendorf. Using both conventional and alternative counseling methods for empowerment to help create change for individuals and couples. More information is at KathleenCollinsCounseling.com. Support for the Great Quad Cities Listen on WVIK comes from the Joyce and Tony Singh Family Foundation. I'm Teresa Babers. I live in Rock Island. And I'm Jasmine Babers, and I also live in Rock Island. Teresa Babers is, to say the least, proud of her daughter Jasmine. In 2012, when Jasmine was just a sophomore at Rock Island High School, she founded a magazine called Love Girls Magazine. It's a quarterly publication for girls and young women aged 13 to 22. Girls do all of the writing, photography, and design. It's a nonprofit magazine, so not only has Jasmine been busy getting the magazine to print, she's also worked hard to raise money to keep it going. But before she had to win over donors and foundations on the idea of a magazine for girls, by girls, Jasmine had to win over her mom on the idea. She takes us back to that moment. I had a journal full of, like, ideas, and I went to my mom one day, and I was like, Mom, look, like, I want to start a nonprofit. And she really just laughed in my face. And she was like, oh, like, this is cute, but, you know, you should, like, go to prom and, you know, people with PhDs start nonprofits. And so she kind of left it alone, but she was being nosy in my room one day and found my notebook full of ideas and it had like the name of the magazine love girls magazine and i had written out like lead overcome value and empower as the acronym and she found it and i think that's when she started to really take me seriously about my idea one of the things i have said to both you and your sister when you would you know be upset about something was that life is very short And that every moment that we have, it only comes once. And don't waste those moments. And one of the things that I saw reflected in the notebook was that being reflected back to me that I had said as a parent. And when we had a conversation about it, you said, I'm 15. I'm not getting any younger. And I spent yesterday watching pointless programs on television, and I feel like I'm wasting my time. And that was a turning point for when I began to take you seriously. The magazine focuses so much on leadership. And so I'm wondering, when did you realize you were being thrust into a leadership role and that people were going to expect more of you than they were of the typical teen? I mean, this was not like I'm going to collect a few cans of food and take it to the pantry. It was a lot of responsibility that I don't think either one of us understood. We didn't realize what we had gotten ourselves into until we were into it. And, you know, I remember it was the day that we were supposed to upload our very first issue of the magazine. And You know, I had taken a book from my graphic design teacher and really (laughs) just taught myself how to lay out the magazine. And I was I was really proud of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is this this is easy. Like we had some bumps in the graphic design, but I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and it had come time to upload it to the printer and it was late. It was getting really late. 
and we were trying to meet our deadline and we literally just couldn't figure out how to upload the document and there was like bleed marks and slug marks and things that I had never heard of before and we were on the phone with the printer and they didn't care that I was 16 or 26 or 46 like they were like you need to upload the document and I remember thinking to myself like I have no idea what I'm doing I remember sitting on the stairs and you were at the computer and I was looking down at you and I was like what are we doing but um it was like those moments where my age didn't matter where I I just had to rely on like skill and like people around me and help in order to get things done but those moments were like I could have been 26 or 15 I mean I had to do what I had to do and I never felt so much pressure. (laughs) Yeah, because one would think that you could say, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. But you had advertising dollars, you had grant funding, you had people who were expecting the publication at a particular time. And so it was it was too late um, to turn around and decide not to do it. Yeah. I remember that we were chatting with Amy Barnett, who at the time was the editor-in-chief of Ebony Magazine. And she described the week before you go to press as hell week. She said publishing a magazine is some of the hardest work that you will do. And I think it's the way that we were doing it. We were doing photo shoots, and we had to think about wardrobe and makeup and typos And uh, it was really very hard. So it doesn't matter if it's local or if it's national. um, It's still hard work. Yeah, we've just went to press recently. And it was still. (laughs) Yeah, after seven years, it's still hard work. It's still as hard as as it was in the beginning. But I also think that our product has grown over time. And it's improved in quality and it's improved in reach. So hopefully you're really proud of it because... I am. No, I'm extremely proud of it. Jasmine Babers and Teresa Babers for The Great Quad Cities Listen. To share your story as part of The Great Quad Cities Listen, sign up for a time and place to record at greatqclisten.org. This project is made possible thanks to the Joyce and Tony Singh Family Foundation.